What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. We must live label free. I'm super pumped. I've got a retired NFL player. He's a motivational speaker. His nickname is The Winologist. Please welcome Sean Harper. Sean, thank you so much for joining us today. Can you please introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about your background? Because I think they're really going to be pumped about listening to you. Well, um, as mentioned, my name is Sean Harper, seven-year professional football player, retired. Uh, I played for the Rams and the Colts. Uh, played some time over in NFL Europe. Had a wonderful time playing football. Now I've, I've, um, uh, uh, since uh, you know about uh, after 2000, I've, I've opened uh, several companies, and the one I have now is American Services. I've been running that since 2004, uh, full service security firm, and I've went through so much adversity and challenges, and and until um, uh, the old saying goes that adversity can break you, but it also can make you a record breaker. And so I chose to allow the adversity uh, to make me a record breaker. And from there, I developed this winning concept, winning mindset, and I've used it and I'm winning. I love it. Who doesn't like to win? That's right. I think people get so sidetracked on just that adversity that they lose sight of their goals and they, and they let that control their lives where they they can't they haven't set themselves up to win because i too have been through a lot of adversity and and it builds character it it gives you it gives you wisdom and it gives you knowledge how to go out there i mean we are only limited by by the beliefs that we have in our mind right 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 Uh, one of the challenges that i see in our actual current culture is that we show a lot of the glamour we show a lot of the end result we show a lot of the flash and the fame, but we don't show the process. Yeah. And uh, because we don't show the process, we're not able to effectively gauge the progress. And it's an actual progression. Yeah. The, the adversity that's in your life is, is, is there to prepare you for the next level. Whenever you make a declaration to the atmosphere, this is what I want to do. What happens is that that, that now, there, the energy around you, the life around you has the ability to challenge what you've decreed. But the real, the real focus on what's happening is, is that, that those challenges are preparing you for the next level. And I don't know about you, but I've seen it a lot. There's nothing worse than, than getting to the next level and you're not qualified for it. Mm, that's good. That's a, that like, I, I've never heard anybody say that before, but you're right. You're absolutely right. So what would it take for if somebody isn't prepared, if they do get to that next level, how can they prepare themselves even after getting there? So ideally you would like to be prepared before you get there. Sure. But what happens, you know, oftentimes people are fair or unfairly fast-tracked, and they make it to that next level. The first thing you need is you need humility, mm-hmm. okay? You need to understand that life life gives the test and teaches the lesson. And so now you need to be able to absorb and to grow. You cannot stop growing. The second thing you need is accountability. You need someone to call you out on your stuff. You have to, have, every king has to have a priest, somebody that's not on your payroll, someone that's not your schmoozer. There is space for schmoozers. Trust me, there's, <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, there is. I agree. But, but you have to have somebody in your life that's going to always keep you grounded by telling you the truth in love. Yeah. Not, not so much concerned about destroying you, but someone's going to tell you the truth and love so that your decisions that you're making, you are making them from 
um, you know, I am making the decision from a grounded position yeah. versus a lofty position. Yeah. It's very, it's very dangerous to make decisions and you're not grounded in your decisions. Okay. And the last thing that you do, hope, oh, let me back up. Let me give you an example of that. Yeah. Let's say that there's a, you know, you're looking at a house for $1.5 million and the realtor says, you know, you, you can afford a $1.5 million house. And you're like, yes, I'm going to jump on that right now. But you don't realize that you're really over leveraged. Okay. And, you know, two years from now, we could be in, in, a, in a recession. And that $1.5 million house might be worth about $750,000. Yeah. And now you're upside down. Yeah. Okay. Now you're going to get laid off because we're in a recession. Yep. You're over leveraged. And so having somebody say, no, no, let's just launch from this perspective. Let's get a $500,000 home yeah. and let's, you know, prepare for what's happening or what will happen two or three years from now. Sure. Last but not least, last but not least, you need a mentor. A good mentor is a tormentor. You need somebody that's going to be in your face, dragging you, taking you to the next level, calling you out. That's what you need. Oh my gosh. I love it. You dropped so much wisdom. Boom. <laughs> no, I mean, and I'm sure that, you know, in being a former NFL player and being in that whole, that whole scene, probably you've seen a lot of, a lot of your friends, like probably over leverage themselves, burn out, you know, a lot. I mean, and not have good people around them to, to like support them and keep them grounded because I mean, I'm, I'm pretty like everybody's like, people are people to me. I don't really get like, I, I don't really become like a crazed fan or anything like that because mm -hmm. we're just people, you know what I mean? At right. the end of the day, we're, we all have a reservation. We can't cancel, you know, when he calls our name, it's time to go. Gotta go. <laughs> you That's know what it. I'm saying? But I do know, I have, I do know other athletes, former NFL players and athletes that, you know, baseball, basketball, and you know, that whole scene can really kind of like mess up your mind if you don't have someone keeping you grounded. Yes. I've seen it happen. Not only it's funny, not only in sports, but now in life, yeah. you know, people get so, so, so enamored in this uh, social media culture, you know, yeah. and, and they're like looking at that each and every day. Like that is what life is supposed to be. That is what life is like. And why isn't my life like that? And yeah. now they're, you know, they're, they're jumping into a daggone avatar world and leaving the real world thinking that this is what life is supposed to be like. And, and you know what? It's been like train wrecks left and right. Avatar world. Yeah, you're right. I never thought of it like that, but that's a really good point. Yeah. I'm very active on social media because I have a podcast, you know, and my podcast is doing really well. I'm actually amazed that I never had any expectations. I just, I had an idea. My best friend, I call her queen. Her and I sat down and we came up with the, the idea and she's actually my booking manager now because I just can't keep up. Like yeah. I, I, I can't keep up. There's so many people that want to be on my show. I'm like, all right, cool. Just, Congratulations. Just... That's awesome. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, so many people are connecting with it and, you know, I'm, I'm creating, so we're, we're pretty, putting value out there. I love talking to guests, dynamic people like yourself that are doing great things that are making a positive impact that you've had some experience. Mm -hmm. So that's really what it's all about. You're coming from a place of experience and sharing your knowledge. So, right. you know, and, and it's, it's necessary in the world, especially over this last year, what we've all been through, it's necessary to share these good stories because there's too much bad out there. There's just yes. too much. Yes. Too much. Yes. You actually have some, I actually going to have to do a quick commercial break if you don't mind. 
Um, support for Label Free Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Ladies, you are more than welcome to use it too. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Thank you, gentlemen. Us ladies like that. We love it, actually. We have an exclusive offer for my listeners, 20% off plus free shipping with the code, code LABELFREE20 at manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped. Anyways, you have yeah. some great questions here. And I want to, um, I've never seen this one before. So I'm going to ask you it. What is your testimony? Wow. What is my testimony? That's such a broad question. I know, but this is one of your questions. So it's like you'll be prepared to answer <laughs> like, that. Going it? Like, who sent that? <laughs> so yeah, you're like, who's on my team? Put that question. Yeah, who, who set me up here? No, uh, okay. My testimony is that I um, basically came from nothing. When I say nothing, uh, physically had nothing. A lot of character was instilled, a lot of determination because I had an amazing mother, okay? But being documented with four to five learning disabilities, kicked out a couple of schools because of disciplinary issues, um, uh, uh, stuttered my entire life, repeating the first grade, poor, I mean, poor you know, one of six kids, single parent setting, yeah. voted most likely to fail, leaving high school with a 1.62 accumulative GPA, nine on my ACT out of 154 seniors to graduate. My academic ranking was 154. Uh, I barely started in high school football. I wasn't even honorable mention all conference. I'm at the bottom of the barrel. Wow. And, 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 and even more damning is that people's expectations of me were low as, as well. And so I go off to a junior college, a, a, a two-year college in Iowa. In the first year at that junior college, I don't even step on the field one play. Wow. And I pick up the phone and I call my mom and say, mom, I quit. Mom, I want to come home. I give up. You know, after you just get hit repeatedly yeah. with rejection, repeatedly with abandonment, repeatedly with failure over and over, you know, a part of you just want to just die. Yeah. Mom, I'm done. Yeah. And, and of course, my mom wouldn't have it. And I go back to second year. And I'm like, you know, I'm watching TV, three or four guys in the room, and I jump up. I'm like, man, I've always wanted to play Division One in NFL football. And they laughed. And normally, I would just, re- re- you know, retreat and cower. Yeah. But I walked out to the practice field, and I said, all I have is a dream. I walked out of the dorm room, over to the practice field. All I have is a dream. And then I made this switch, this paradigm in my life. I said, you know what? There's no way I can be successful because according to the world standard, you, you know, to, to be successful, you have to, you know, go to certain school, do this. And just, just so many, you know, just, you know, they've, they've, they've hijacked the win and they call it success. You have to have this and this. There's, there's no way you can be successful. I said, okay. I said, but you know what? I can win. And the moment I made that switch, it's like a factory. It's like turbines in my DNA begin to ignite and to turn. And man, I started seeing things different. I started thinking different, processing different. And I realized that I'm tapping into the essence of not just who I am, but everybody has that same generator, that same motor, because we are created not to be successful. We are created to win. And winning to me is your fullest expression of who you are mentally, socially, economically, of course, financially. And the most important to me is legacy. That is your win. You maximize that. And most people are saying, well, 
if you're winning, then someone's losing and I have a problem with that. You, you won't have a problem with that when I introduce you to your chief adversary. Yeah. The chief adversary is yourself. Yeah. You're fighting yourself. You're pushing past you to get what's in you, out of you, into the culture and society for the time that you have. Yeah. And if life is a game, you play to win. Woo! Yes. I actually, I wrote, I wrote, we are created to win. That might have to be the title for the episode. I don't know. You, you said some very key like phrases that are just like, you know, they're, they're core shakers a little bit. I, I love it. So what made you want to get into motivational speaking? I mean, you're motivating me right now. You must brought me to tears. I'm like, okay, oh. I can't mess up the makeup. <laughs> I've got more recordings after you, Sean. Like you can't mess up the makeup, man. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, uh, uh, there are so many people out there. There are so many people that all they need is something or someone to come alongside and to just shift them. A small little shift. Like right now, if everyone listening to me, if they stood up and they took one step and, and, and they moved their right foot just a millimeter off, and they kept walking on that on that trajectory in the next 15 years of walking, they're probably on a different part of the world. Okay, she had that one step. And all, all I wanna be is that big asteroid, that big rock floating in space that's gonna knock you upside the head with a 45 minute, one hour talk or a three month coaching session and push you back in line or shift you to your current or proposed yeah. trajectory and allow you to win. And so it's like, who was it? In the, you know, it, 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 very few people were there for me. And I'm like, you know what? I have to be there because life, life is not about production. We're taught life is about production. That's why when you get 62, you retire because you're, because they're thinking you can no longer produce. Life is not about production. Life is really about reproduction. Okay. It's repeating, it's duplicating yourself in others. Everyone that's listening to me right now, you are where you are or not where you are because someone before you deposited or did not deposit into your life. This notion that I'm a self-made man, you know what? That's really arrogant. Somebody came before you. Somebody blessed you. Somebody opened the door for you. No one opened the door. You might not have saw who that person was, but trust me, we are standing on the heels or on the shoulders of other individuals. And what's happening in our culture today is that people are so myopic and selfish that they're not pouring and they're not reproducing in the next generation. And that's why we're where we are. I love it. Oh my gosh. Yes. I totally agree. You know, I totally yeah. agree. I mean, you know, I, I lived a very big lifestyle and I, you know, my late husband, I was married. He passed away five years ago. Oh, I'm and, sorry. You know, it, it, and I've done a lot of reflection over the last five years. I mean, we mm -hmm. lived in the, the million, the mansion, we had the private jets, we had it all. And when he passed, wow. I lost everything and I had to rebuild. And I could, I, I could have, I could either had a defeatist attitude yeah, or I could, or I just decided, okay, who do I want to be moving forward? You know, I have, a, I have an opportunity to completely rebuild my life. And I had a lot of people say to me, like, if I were you, I would have been balled up in the corner. I said, well, what's that going to do for me? Where is that going right. to be? You know, and I, I experienced a lot with him. We had a great life. We were a power couple together. And, you know, I was angry for a while because I, I actually lost almost everything. Like, yeah, I had, I was a second wife. So his daughters wow. got everything. And, 
I decided, you know, I was a little bitter for a while, but I'm like, this is not going to serve me or anyone around me well. And so I, I really just had to like change my mindset and be like wanting to do something, put good out into the world and just be a good person myself and honor my late husband for everything that he taught me yeah. in, in my life with him. Cause I was with him for 17 years and we, we built a legacy together, like you're saying. And so I wouldn't be serving him, his memory or what we did together. Well, if I didn't move forward in a good place, wow. so you That's have awesome. a choice. Yeah. You have, no, a I mean, people have choices, but you didn't have a choice. Okay. Well, I have a choice every day to wake up and be grateful. Right. I mean, it's, 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 it's people have a choice It's people have a choice, Yeah. but when that pressure hits, it's like putting hot water on a tea bag, you know, what's there and yeah. you, you, I believe are called to grab those people who are, you know, Hey, just, I'm on, I'm only Earl Grey. I'm only Earl Grey. Well, somebody <laughs> wants to drink Earl Grey, Dad Gordon, get up, let's go. You know? <laughs> so God bless you for that. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. But you know what? It's, it's all part of my journey, not part of my destination. And I think that, well, that's, that's awesome. That, yeah. that people lose sight of that, you know, like all these bumps in the road, all these ad adversities that like mm -hmm. you, I mean, I can't, mm -hmm. you were, you were destined to fail, but you turned that around. You, you change your mindset. Like, you know, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Fuck you. I'm going to do this. I, I have a goal and I'm better than that. And nothing you can say can hold me down. Yes. So, I feel the same way. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Yes. So um, how do you create winning teams? Wow. You know what? Um, just give me a quick second. Sure. Uh, how do you create winning teams is that the first thing is, is that you have to realize that you have a deficit. If you're a human being, you have a deficit. You'd be surprised how many people think that they have it all together and they don't need help. You have a deficit. Sure. And you have to embrace that. And the moment you say, okay, this is what I am and this is what I'm not. And now that sends out a signal and you start looking for someone to not compete, but to complete, to come alongside and say, okay, we are moving together as a team. And that, I tell you what, that is one of the biggest secrets to winning in life is that you have to have a team. You think of some of the most successful or the, the most winningest people in our culture, they all had teams. Oh, sure. Bill Gates, Paul Allen, Mick Jagger, Keith Richards. Uh, the list goes on. The list goes Warren Buffett, his partner, Charlie. Man, the lit Batman, Robin. Okay, come on. I mean, it's just, it's, just, it's always. It's, what part of your team? Who are huh? Do you have someone on your team you want to? Oh, go? my goodness. Well, first and foremost, I have, an, I have my amazing queen. I have my, oh, see, I have my, go. I mean, I've, 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 I've been married for over 21 years. Congratulations. Um, I met her in the sixth grade. Now here's the crazy part. And yeah, you know, man, you're pulling some stuff out of me. I never shared this. I graduated last in my class in academics. As I mentioned, yeah. she was the valedictorian, same year, same class. Did she pull, help pull you up? Yes, she does. Right. She's like the admin queen. She's a, she's a genius. Right. Oh. And so, you know, we come together and then at, my office, I have a great operations person. I have a great person to handle uh, to actual director. Uh, and I'm always looking for amazing team 
mates that we could work together. And one of the things that I've learned how to do is to address people according to their temperaments. Sure. And that is huge. And I had, and that was a big lesson for me because I never really had a job um, because I played football my entire life, yeah. right? And so playing football, there's all these, you know, rubies or you call them D's or drivers on the disc, you know, you know, and we're all like D, you know, we're all one up in each other, competitive, you know, take over the world. Ah, and then I'm coming, you know, and then I'm coming to corporate America and I'm like, wait a second, you know, yeah. where's all these uh, people are using words like efficient and best practices. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> this, this is my pace. This is, I, oh, I need a mental health. And I don't, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. so, I, so I had to learn. I had to learn the four temperaments, learn their strengths, learn their weaknesses, yeah. stay out of the way and learn how to motivate each one, learn how to speak their language, learn how to respect that person that may have a soft handshake is not a weak person. Yeah. The person that listens to James Taylor might not be a weak person. That Those are some of your most loyal individuals. You know, it's just, just things like that. And once I learned those temperaments, then I was able to win. That's an important skill set to have. Yes. Um, before we start wrapping things up, because I'm sure you have a very busy day and I am back to back today as well. Uh, you wrote a book um, called What the Winning Edge, Eight Principles yeah. That Will Bring Out the Winner in You. Yeah. Can you yeah. talk so, about so, that? So, yeah, so it's like, okay, Sean, you didn't have the GPA. You sucked in football in high school. Okay, you stuttered your entire life. Okay, how did you win? Okay. So what I've learned to do, I've learned how to bend the laws. I love your cat, by the way. It's just, know, just walking back and forth, yeah. just the cutest thing. I've learned how to bend and work the laws of the universe. Yeah. Okay. The laws of the universe don't change. You break the laws, the laws will break you. So there's unusual and untypical strategies that I was able to to implement, like example, I use the law of the law of capacity. Okay. The law of capacity says that you will grow in in proportion to your environment in most yeah. cases. Okay. So when Walt Disney uh, built Disneyland, he was landlocked. He couldn't build no more. So he secretly bought about thirty thousand acres in Orlando to have Disney World and he still has room. After his death, he still has room for further growth because he has capacity. This is why when you I go to, that. yeah, this is why when you fly to a lot of airports, next to the airport, mysteriously, there's a golf course or there's some vacant land. Well, guess what? They purchased that land 30, 40 years ago yeah. because they know when it's time to expand, there's not gonna be no questions. We can expand. Right. These, you have to always build out before let me give you, I, I you know what you just gotta invite me back on one day like <laughs> like I mean so yeah so so it's just laws and I've learned how to use laws recognize laws never break laws yeah. and they've been been working in my favor that's all awesome. I'm, I'm gonna get the book I see that your book can be found on amazon.com where else can people find you support you follow you all that good stuff yeah so you can go to seanharper.org which is my website Okay. Uh, you can go to Sean Harper 154. That's my Instagram. Sean Harper 154. That's my Instagram. Cool. You, and and yep. And, and I see uh, you on LinkedIn as well. Yep. I'm I'm man. I'm on link. I'm on every social media platform. Me, <laughs> except for I don't do TikTok much. Although I watch TikTok 
to death, but I don't do it as much. But yeah, I'm there. Sean with the H, S H A W N H A R P E R. You know what? I got something for you in your audience, right? Yeah, I know you mentioned Amazon. If you want a hard copy, that's great. But if you go to seanharper.co, seanharper.co, you you can get a free download of my book. So my gosh, it's awesome. Okay, I'm gonna put that in the description of the episode. Yeah. Um, I will put all the links as well in the description of the episode. Before we wrap things up, Sean, is there any last words of wisdom or advice you'd like to leave? Yeah, you? yeah. Get, get back on the bike. Everyone knows how to ride a bike. Yes. And everyone learned by failing and falling off the bike. Yeah, true. There comes a point in life where the pain of failure is so intense that you don't want to face it or feel it or touch it, pain avoidance. But the average millionaire has filed for bankruptcy 3.2 times according to Google, look it up. Wow. What makes them successful or what made them win is persistence through resistance. They got back on the bike, male or female, they got back on the bike. If you can look up, you can get up. Woohoo! yeah. All right, Sean, thank you so much. I'd love to have you back. I'm going to get that book. I'm going to read it, and we can discuss the book next time around. Done. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, comment, share, all that good stuff, and I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.